Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the show. Or welcome for the first time, if that's your situation. No matter. I'm just glad you're here today. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. And I mean that in a lot of ways. You're supposed to be listening to the show right now. You're exactly where you need to be on your journey, whatever that looks like. I don't think it feels like that all the time. And this definitely isn't to say that exactly where you are is perfect or even good. But my hope in the universe is that we are all where we need to be, doing what we need to be doing in every moment. I've got a solo episode for you today, talking about something I've mentioned briefly on other episodes, but I realized this week that I've never really done much of a a deep dive into the topic, and that's the ages related to each chakra. Now, this can get into some pretty complex territory with each year of our life corresponding to two or more chakras, but today we're going to talk about more um, developmental stages, phases of life when we're most influenced by a particular chakra. And of course, these are rough stages. It isn't, it isn't as if the transition from one phase to the next is marked by a definite line. Some can be longer or shorter for each individual. So keep that in mind as you listen and evaluate which stage you're in and how stages might have been influenced by each chakra in your past. And as for the stages you haven't arrived at yet, this can give you something to look forward to. Uh, I think one more thing that deserves to be said is that this developmental paradigm is is a pretty old theory. Uh, As I reflect on it, I think modern life, including longer lifespans and, and different ways of approaching society, have made a difference in how long each stage is lasting. I do think it still holds up pretty well for the younger years, despite the changes in culture. Anyway, that's just an observation. You'll have to do your own critical thinking about it and see what you come up with for your own life. Before we get started, lately I've been asking you to rate and review the show on whatever platform you listen on, and today is no different. Thank you to everyone who has already done it. You know who you are, and if you left a review with your name, I know who you are too. If you haven't had a chance or you forgot, it's no problem. Just quick, go to the show in your app and just rate it. Save yourself some time. Just just give it five stars. I'm kidding, mostly. Uh, but this is one of the best ways you can help other people find this show, which really helps me out. The other best way to do this is to send an episode to a friend who is interested in learning more about the chakras and all the other things that we talk about here. So thank you in advance. You're the best listener ever, and I appreciate you. Chakra ages. Just as a brief overview, the common chakra yoga philosophy is that our life goes by in seven-year cycles, seven years influenced by each chakra starting at the root and moving to the crown. Uh, Within each cycle, each year is also primarily influenced by another chakra, which is somewhat beyond the scope of what we're going to talk about today. 
remember that all chakras are active at all times. So it isn't as if a young person is all root chakra, just that the primary characteristics of each chakra are developed during that particular cycle. It's easier with examples. So here we go. The root chakra is from age zero, just before birth, to seven. If you're familiar with the chakras, you may know that the root chakra contains our sense of safety and stability and security and family. But this makes perfect sense then, because during those early years, we're completely dependent on others for our survival. As babies, we're helpless, and it's years before we're not. This is why a lot of us who grew up in places that weren't stable or where we couldn't rely on our caregivers come away with so much trauma to the root chakra. The lesson is that the world is unsafe, that people are unsafe, that we ourselves are unsafe. If you had to spend a lot of those years monitoring your own behavior to keep the adults in your life happy and safe, you never really learn to trust that who you are is quite enough only the person you pretend to be, only the person that others insist you be. It leads to the abandonment of self. On the other hand, if your home was a safe place where you could explore, where you could go into the world, fail, and come back home to love and security, you move into the next stage of development with a strongly developed sense of self. Who you are is loved, good enough, and risks aren't quite so scary because you know that someone, your caregiver, will catch you if you fall. The sacral phase of development is from eight to 14. This chakra is all about emotions and relationships because, I mean, that makes sense, right? Because we're starting to not only understand that we are separate people from our caregivers, but we start to seek out more interactions with people outside our immediate family. Emotions start to get more complex and children this age start to realize that life isn't as neat and tidy as we might have thought. You can be disappointed and happy at the same time. You can be embarrassed and pleased. You're not just mad. Sometimes there are other emotions present as well. It gets really complicated, but that's how we develop a healthy, balanced sacral chakra. Unless we don't. Unless we're told that some emotions are good and some are bad. Good girls don't express anger. You must never feel pride. Boys are never sad, they're mad. While it's important at this age to learn some self-control so that our emotions don't take us over, when we're repeatedly told to suppress parts of ourselves to make other people comfortable, we don't develop strong emotional resilience, which impacts our relationships because we don't learn how to be emotionally honest with ourselves or others. Conversely, if we learn how to experience and express our emotions in a healthy way, a balanced sacral chakra allows us to not only feel our own feelings, but to respect the emotions of others, leading to quality, fulfilling friendships and relationships with our family. The next phase is from ages 15 to 21, and it is largely governed by the solar plexus chakra. If you were ever a teen, you have parented a teen or interacted with a teen in any way, you may know that there is a lot of self-interest happening in those years. As an adult, it can drive us mad, but it, it can help to know that this is 
really just a developmentally appropriate phase and that the energy systems of teens are exactly where they're supposed to be. This age phase is marked by a lot of what could be perceived as selfishness, the interest in self above all else. But it's it's just a person trying to understand who they are when they no longer have to be defined by others, which is amusing to me because um, as an adult, I, I think that all I ever did as a teen was try on other people's definitions of what a person could be to see if it fit. But, but that exploration is a big part of the process, and there's a huge range of ways that each person experiences it. Aside from the dangers that adults worry about with teenagers, there are very real ways this process can go wrong. If a teen is being encouraged or forced to follow a path that they don't choose, like uh, you must play a sport because that's what people in our family do, or you must take every advanced class. Or in some cases, a, a teen can find themselves needing to be an adult too soon, like when the family needs them to work or care for siblings or even care for a parent. I mean, none of these these are bad things necessarily, but they do interrupt the development of this energy center, sometimes resulting in adults who aren't actively able to stand up for themselves or act in their own best interest. With some guidance, though, from parents, teachers, counselors, aunts, uncles, caring figures of any kind, really, a person can make it through these years with their self fully developed. And with a healthy solar plexus chakra, most people don't end up living in this self-absorbed state forever. Which is good. Because the heart chakra is the next developmental age, and that is ages 22 to 28. Uh, in my experience, this is where any developmental trauma in the lower chakras starts to really present itself. Uh, this is the age where, with a healthy foundation, we can start to settle in to who we are. Not that we're stagnant or, or we won't change or grow, but some of the angst and discomfort could start to go away and self-love and self-acceptance and self-compassion would come to the forefront. We would love ourselves and be in a healthy developmental place to accept love, perhaps in a romantic relationship or in friendships. But for a lot of people, and I suspect quite a few of you listening now, based on conversations we've had, that isn't exactly the way it turns out. Instead, Societal norms, cultural expectations, advertising, capitalism, they all do the exact opposite. Their bread and butter is telling you that you are not enough just as you are, that you should look different or be different or buy something. And it doesn't really matter what you look like or, or what you're like. There's a market designed to make you feel bad about it. You can't do it right either, no matter what you do. If you're focused on a career, you should be focused on relationships. If you get married during this stage, you've sacrificed your career and your freedom. And if you're already experiencing some imbalance in the lower chakras, lack of self-trust, subverting your true self for others, you're not aware of who you are and who you want to be, this period of life can be very confusing and definitely not filled with love and acceptance. Because it's the heart chakra many people in response to that start to really pour their love out in whatever way they think will get them that sense of acceptance. 
They, they give too much so that there's nothing left for themselves. Uh, career, relationship, familial milestones might still be reached, but that sense of self-love can still be missing. Acknowledging what's happening and how past chakra phases uh, have affected the present is really the first step here in healing. And thankfully, I think that younger generations are getting this conclusion a lot sooner than some of the older generations. And for that, I am I am really, really grateful. But if, if you're already past this phase, this chakra developmental age, don't worry, don't worry. It's not too late. Healing can begin at any time. Traditionally, the throat chakra age begins at 29 and goes to 35, but it's here that I think the ages are starting to get longer. I think there can be a slight extension of the solar plexus phase and a long extension of the heart chakra phase. When I reflect, I'm pretty sure that my throat chakra developmental phase did not begin at 29. But again, these are just rough ages and the, the chakra system is flexible enough to include all individuals. In any case, the throat chakra phase is defined by truly starting to find voice and maturity. When balanced, the lower chakras, your authentic self, healthy emotional expression and relationships, the ability to act on your own behalf, as well as to live in a place of self-acceptance, all of these chakras support full expression and creativity of the person you have become and are becoming. This isn't just shouting your opinion at anyone who will listen, or even if they won't, but it is communication supported by quiet confidence and love. Imagine if we all got to the throat chakra with everything beneath completely intact and balanced. I mean, not even perfection, which is, which is not even a thing, but the ability to regulate our energy in each center as needed. That'd be amazing. But what happens a lot is that we don't have that foundation built. And when we get to this age, we feel like we have no voice. Our thoughts go unexpressed. Our vulnerabilities, the very things that would connect us to the people we love, stay covered. I think we can get stuck here for a long time as well because it's, it's difficult to find the freedom of the highest two chakras when all that energy is still in our throats. At this age when we could be maturing into our purpose and, and passion, we're stuck living a life we didn't particularly want. And not all of it, of course. I mean, it's, it's silly to think it's black and white. You can absolutely adore parts of your life and still feel as if there's more out there for you. I actually find that a lot of my clients are sort of living in this developmental age, even if their chronological age is higher because they never quite figure out how to release this energy and move on. One thing I work with people on quite a bit. But this is where, uh, especially women, can be starting to find wisdom and philosophy that really sort of blossoms in the years to come. But we lose that opportunity when we don't actively spend time on ourselves, our growth, uh, and our healing. Next up, of course, is the third eye chakra, the period of time between 36 and 42. Ideally, this is when we'd really start to see ourselves, the world, and our place in it very clearly. Traditionally, our responsibilities for work and family would be wrapping up and our attention would start to turn inward. 
Now, this is probably not your experience of these ages, but like I said, our society is really different from the one in which this system evolved. So if this doesn't feel like the right age for this stage for you, I think that's okay. The third eye chakra stage is marked by a deepening of thought, philosophy, valuing balance and peace. One thing I think is interesting that I want to say here is that you can be in the age of a chakra and be having a life experience outside of it, uh, but still have some of those stage yearnings. For example, I know a lot of people in this third eye chakra age range who, who do want to spend more of their time on philosophy and they start to value quiet more, but they have young children or a demanding career or both or neither, but they're not in, able to engage with their internal world in the way they'd like to. I do wonder if that's because our energetic bodies are still going through the phases at the traditional time, even though our physical bodies are not. If that's the case, uh, that's going to account for a lot of the imbalance that we might find here. Most, most people just won't move to this developmental stage until it's the right time for them, until their lives allow it. And that's good. One thing this stage allows for is patience, calm, a deeper understanding of time. The lovely thing that I see a lot here is that once you arrive, once enough healing has been done in the chakra ages that came before, very little stops the growth and development here. Now, of course, there can always be trauma or circumstance where this isn't true, but for a lot of people, the third eye chakra phase is really a time of greater peace. A, a very dear friend of mine was living in her throat chakra stage for a long time, totally normal and expected given her life, but she truly longed for more. She could feel the need for introspection and the, the pain that the lack of it was causing. And if you're wondering, how do you heal these chakra wounds so that you can move on? Her story is a great example. You use all the tools we've been talking about on this podcast for over three years. She started singing and not just at her house. She stumbled into singing professionally for the first time in her life. And that throat energy shift just unlocked something huge in her. I have never seen her happier or more fulfilled. So if you're resonating with this chakra age, be creative. How you go about healing yourself for, for all the chakras, really. I mean, who knows what could happen in your life? The final developmental stage is from 43 to 49, and it's associated with the crown chakra. After all the wisdom and philosophy of the sixth chakra, it's not really surprising that this chakra is about fully immersing yourself in spirituality. In the yoga tradition, this was the age at which some people would simply move away from their families and go pursue a life of meditation and prayer. You might not want to be that drastic, but this is when you can finally have the time to feel that connection to the whole, to the universe. And again, this totally makes sense because it takes years for us to see the bigger picture in life. We're obviously not capable of it as children or even as young adults because our focus is on immediate tasks. 
this stage is where we can expand ourselves into spiritual fulfillment. It's my experience that most people living in the Western world don't have this opportunity in their 40s or even later probably, but wherever you are on this journey, you can be laying the groundwork for this final phase. And final doesn't mean that life is over and that you you pass away, just that we become a little removed from the urgency of the day-to-day and learn to appreciate a longer view, a deeper understanding. This is another phase where people don't tend to become imbalanced easily. There's a security in this stage of life. And if you're If you're 45 and you're thinking, I have no such security, I get that, I get that. We're back to whether our earthly lives are reflecting our energetic lives. And it isn't wrong, of course, just different. So be patient because this phase is waiting for all of us. If we're lucky enough to live that long and if we're willing to do the work as we go along. Whatever your chakra age and stage, you are right where you're supposed to be. I've said that a lot today because I think that acceptance can spare us a lot of the imbalance and trauma that comes with fighting against reality. So what do you think? Do these chakra age relationships make sense to you? Would you want to know more specifically about what the secondary chakra is affecting you at your current age? As always, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Your Chakra Coach. If you send me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can. But mostly, I hope you enjoyed this episode and that it gave a little more detail to a concept I've mentioned here and there. Have a beautiful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.